Our God is a Consuming Fire by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. God prepared the earth for man before he created them. Everything was designed perfect for his children. It was his desire for them to be happy, healthy, without needs. This was the Father's will and a glimpse of what his kingdom was like. The ability to create was a part of man's original, natural capability, and it would have been a perfect world had man not disconnected themselves from the Lord's infallible thinking and his philosophy on life. They were also created to see and know only good. Satan, however, cleverly made it sound desirable to see and know the evil side of things. As a beautiful angel of light, he shrewdly offered to share his sinister wisdom with her. Eve sadly was drawn to the dark kingdom and chose Satan's knowledge. What was the result? Nothing created from that time forth has been perfect, lasting, or eternal. Everything we have created falls apart. Why? Because all that evolves from Satan's inferior knowledge or has been altered by it has a limited life expectancy, including us. Only God, our Creator, can turn this dilemma around. Only He can reverse things and return us to our original perfection. Again, why? Because there is no other knowledge that is perfect or has foolproof answers to address our problems, as only God is perfect. Because of the rebellion of Adam and Eve, there are defects in not only man, but every other creature as well. All that lives on the earth, and even the planet itself, has been tainted. At Satan's beckoning, mankind has crossbred, altered, and changed all of creation. There is, therefore, no perfection to be found in anything. You see, only man was created in Father's image. Therefore, only man was blessed and able to create from God's faultless knowledge. We gave this precious gift away. There is, therefore, little left that mankind or the enemy himself has not touched, tainted or altered, in short, ruined. Now there is no way to recreate or bring anything back to perfection. For instance, Genesis 6 tells us mankind crossed with angels, forever changing their DNA. Another terrible choice, a dreadful mistake that ended in sickness, deformity, and diseases of all kinds. Unfortunately, all we have to remedy these problems is the worldly, inferior knowledge of the enemy. I think Satan had what he thought was a foolproof plan to take over all God created before he ever challenged God for supremacy. He thought all it would take to make his plan work was mankind himself because of his ability to create. He slyly accomplished this through luring Eve, knowing full well Adam would follow her and mankind became his puppets. Oh, and what wonderful puppets we have become! In the hands of the most clever puppet master ever, we have created a world from an infrastructure based on his knowledge. Without realizing it, we have been calmly satisfying his desires and fulfilling his plans to be the top dog over all things, including God. How foolish is that thinking? The created challenging his maker and using the Lord's own creation to come against him. 
Yes, we, like good little puppets, have happily founded this dangerous world and raised up the decadent society we are a part of today. We have constructed housing, manufactured cars, planes, motorcycles, and ships, on and on. All of them fall apart and are in constant need of repair. Again, we ask, why? There is nothing wrong with our ability to create, but again, the knowledge we draw from to design and fabricate is inferior, imperfect. So how could we possibly have expected to produce anything perfect? We didn't stop there either. We went on to bigger and better things like rockets, robots programmed with AI, devices with EMF radiation, all kinds of sophisticated weapons for military use to fight each other. Is any of this perfect? No. And it all reflects the fruit of being shaped by Satan's thinking and his plan for supremacy. He wants to alter, destroy, and weaken all God created, and as stated before, to have everything on earth subordinate to him. But here's a weird twist. Satan pridefully wanted subordination from man over the years, fed man on his thinking, has been molded to his image. Now they too want to be top dogs. In fact, the world is heading for a one world order because of this trait. What leader will be as God? Remember, Satan offered this title or position to Eve, but all along he secretly meant it for himself. Genesis chapter 3 verses 4 and 5 makes this plain. Then the serpent, the devil or Satan, as seen in Revelation chapter 12 verse 9, said to the woman, You will not surely die. Father warned them, if they touch Satan and his wisdom, they would die. For God knows, here comes the lie, that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened to see evil, and you will be like God knowing good and evil. They no longer saw only good, and the devil's lies were solidly planted in their minds to grow into what mankind has become today. Side note, God uses trees symbolically, as you can see by reading Isaiah chapter 61 verse 3. The tree of good and evil in the garden was the devil, the tree of life, Christ, Isaiah chapter 14 verses 12 through 14 plainly shows us the enemy's dreams. How you were fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, Satan, devil, serpent, dragon, son of the morning. How you were cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations by crossing them with angels, by feeding them lies, wrong knowledge. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation. Much of the world's church, through hypocrisy, has helped him meet this decree. On the farthest sides of the north, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. Look at how many times man has aided him through space programs. I will be like the Most High. This is his plan. For sure, this was Satan's plan. But... Remember, Eve was made that promise also, so it is her plan too. Take over, control of the planet is therefore the mission of many different sectors of man's society. But the picture is much bigger than us. The challenge is really between heaven and hell. A supernatural battle is being fought. 
Unfortunately, man for the most part has unknowingly fortified the enemy for this battle and in doing so has made the world a very dangerous place for us to be in. Mankind, just like Eve, has been lured into thinking what they are doing will be helpful to make them great. You see, a nature shaped by Satan's wisdom is competitive, prideful, all about self. You can see where this type of person could see themselves as important, superior, the best, top dog. So there is a bit of a problem here. Man wants to be at the top of the ladder, and so does Satan. Who will win? Neither. Let's let God's word reveal the winner. 1 John chapter 3, verse 8 shows us, first of all, how the Lord feels concerning those that have sided with Satan. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning when he lured Eve. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. John chapter 16 verse 33 shows us the winner. These things I, Jesus, have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So Jesus is King of kings, Lord of lords. What will God do when the time is up for both the enemy and man to try to take his place? Hebrews chapter 12, verses 26 through 29. Whose voice, God, then shook the earth, but now he has promised, his word does not come back void, saying, yet once more I shake not only the earth, but also heaven. And when he speaks, he performs it. Now this, yet once more, indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken, as of things that are made by man, that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. Only what God has created will withstand this shaking. Therefore, since we, those born through Christ at baptism, are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. Militarily, mankind can overcome and subdue mankind. Radiation through technology can overcome and through different frequencies control man also. And humanoids can not only overcome man, but replace them. But remember, our God is a consuming fire that can melt it all. The God that created the universe, of which Earth is a very small speck, can surely destroy any part of creation that opposes Him. This includes angels as well as men. He will melt the world, its systems, and lawless society, but He will not harm the planet. How do we know? Because He gave the earth to His children and promised them an everlasting kingdom. God is not a man that He would lie. Psalm chapter 115, verse 16. The heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's, but the earth He has given to the children of men. Adam and Eve were once owners of the earth. They gave it away. Daniel chapter 7, verse 27 shows us a wonderful promise. Then the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven shall be given to the people, the saints of the Most High. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom 
because it is perfect, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. It will happen because he made covenant, swore by himself that all would be given to Abraham's seed. That seed is Jesus, and all that are born through him at baptism become Abraham's seed as well, and heirs of the promise. Again, let us turn to the word to see this. Galatians chapter 3 verse 16 shows us who God's covenant was to. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He does not say, and to seeds, as of many, but as of one, and to your seed, who is Christ. Galatians chapter 3 verses 27 and 29 shows us who are the true seed of Abraham. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ, and if you're Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Exciting, isn't it? In closing, so man can have his illusions of grandeur, one world government with one leader overall, and the enemy may see his race of humanoids as potential homes for his evil spirits that follow him to dwell in as the answer to his dreams. But there is hope and guaranteed victory for those that love the Lord because he has already won the battle. Our God reigns. He is victor and still champion. King of kings, Lord of lords, his majesty, a consuming fire, and we are his children.